0: And welcome to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. As oh. always, Beans, JP, there is
1: a good energy in the
0: gym. There's always a good energy in mm. the gym, especially with Grandma Sandy's scotcherous.
1: You call that a scotcheroo, Sandy? It's my best white Goodman, but actually, the scotcheroo that I just consumed, since it's not sitting in front of me, it was delicious. Oh, you already ate it all? 100%. It's gone. It's gone. It stood no chance of surviving the first two minutes of the episode grandma i love you oh.
0: that's a shout out to you okay
1: sandy thank you very much listening don't ever stop
0: you may never ever um, understand sports but you will understand the art of cooking and i love you for that well done
1: yeah. she
0: also made me a casserole with the scotch rose what kind she's, of casserole it's a stuffing casserole because she knows i'm a sucker for stuffing oh really oh yeah i love stuffing that's like my favorite part of thanksgiving Wow! So she does like a interesting. Okay. So she does like a noodles and meat and stuff, and then yes. puts the stuffing on yes. the top. Hello. I don't share that with anyone. Well, I share North the scotcheroos. I do not
1: share the stuffing casserole. That's a really good diversionary tactic because here I was thinking, while wow, Riley is being so exceedingly generous sharing the scotcheroo, which again, top-notch in quality. So why would I ever even think there's something else? There's something more.
0: Oh, no. That, that
1: was already gone. That
0: casserole <coughs> I ate within two days. I want you to know that very, very clear. Yes. How big of a pan? A yay big bowl. Yep,
1: yep, yep. Well, I then. took it to eat for, like, lunches and stuff. Oh, sure. Great. Oh, when it's that good, you don't need variety. You're just going with that same thing. I have, uh, I have gone through a, a phase now with the advent of football season. That's at least my rationale for this where I've been craving Sloppy Joes. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know why, because I there is no memory that I have that associates Sloppy Joes with football specifically, but for some reason, I'm like, man, I just want tailgate food. I want meat. I want chips. I want beer. I was like, I know what kind of meat we're going to make here, Sloppy Joes. So I have just made like huge batches of homemade Sloppy Joe meat, and oh, it's good. I've eaten... Probably a couple years worth of sloppy joes. Dude, that, sloppy joes like are good. In a good. couple of weeks,
0: sloppy joes are good and Ooh.
1: underrated, in my opinion. Ooh. Great food, great, great grub. Food. Yeah, great grub. And let's be real; like we're heading right into probably the sweet spot of food. Like summer is great with grilling, but in the fall, as it transitions closer to the winter, I feel like you get more. You don't get away from grilling. Grilling is still there. So oh there's yeah, still for sure. Delicious meats, but now you're just adding things like. I'm sorry, is that just a huge pie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's pie. We're in chili season. Chili?
0: Oh, yeah. Whoa. Sloppy Joe's. Yeah. This is like prime it's time great. for
1: grilling, too. Oh, oh. I love the fall. It's fantastic. Who doesn't? If you don't get out, like go I to agree. Mexico, I that's agree. where you can be. That's they where don't you have from. the fall in Mexico. Nope. They, they just, just have, have summer, summer all year long. sand and cocaine yeah you hug that (laughs) borderline
0: just like you're doing lines of other things
1: wow yeah punning is winning good for you (laughs) absolutely well i
0: remember how much you loved them from when we worked together back in the day
1: goodness (laughs) you know you experience rage when i bring up something like shall we say taskmaster but yeah you you intentionally dropping puns Straight in my ear hole at Fairway. I had to keep you on your toes. Man. I did.
0: That's the only time I ever went out of my way for puns is when I knew you were around.
1: Gosh, dang it. Yep. Yep. Bless you.
0: Although that wasn't even the hardest laugh I ever got out of you from the puns. That was uh, the the Canadian accent (laughs) singing in the cooler to Pitbull's timber.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What glorious memories! You know, if you haven't spent time in a giant refrigerator, with somebody, you. yeah, good for you. You're you're probably not missing out on a lot.
0: I do also miss our grape fights too. Yep,
1: yep. chucking grapes oh as hard gosh. as it possibly could. Grapes are a fantastic projectile. There's enough weight to them. I they're, think you they're left they're a gonna, welt. I think I did one. Time. You left a welt on me. Feel for a little sure. bad about that. No, you shouldn't. It was hilarious. That. But they've got enough How'd weight; you... they're gonna travel. But they're they're also like large enough that you can you can get a decent grip. Oh yeah, right. So they're not so small.
0: And they're tiny, and you don't see them coming.
1: Right, right. But they're small enough; they're yeah. hard to pick up until so it's too late. You hit them well enough; it juices. Right, explodes. <sighs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah. How'd you get that bruise? Oh, that's a grape. <laughs> what? How? I'm, so, I'm it, sorry. It's a grape. It's a grape. You wouldn't understand. <laughs>
1: you wouldn't understand. <laughs> So segueing um, naturally from, uh, you know, oh, pinpoint accuracy, pinpoint accuracy, yeah. the pinpoint Hawkeye accuracy. trailer Hi-o. came out. Well done, yes, um, wow, like wow. that pull, yeah, that was great, good pull on your part. Do you, do you have the little Hawkeye pot back there? Let's rotate him around. Jonah's oh no, dude. Captain, that's okay. Cap's gonna be fine. He can do this all day. There we go. I want to get a classic. There we go. I
0: need to get a classic Hawkeye. Yep. Because I prefer the
1: with classic the purple Hawkeye. and the, yep. the points. You bet. He's out there. I you just bet. haven't
0: had the time or the yep. care for Hawkeye where I need to get him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So but the Hawkeye trailer came out. So we gotta we gotta talk through that because hello, that's fantastic.
0: The trailer didn't like. Break anything super down is kind of like a good like hype up trailer for the Agreed. for the show.
1: Agreed. Didn't give we, too much away.
0: Nothing to the story really. Yeah. Just like, hey, there's this girl now. Yeah. And she loves me.
1: Yep. Some basic, some basic Actu- structure.
0: Actually, I didn't know that she was going to be Ronin. I didn't think she'd take up the mantle of Ronin.
1: Yeah. I I, I don't know how long that'll that'll last. That felt more like a, a way for them to to get to know each other. But before we get too far down that rabbit hole, so we'll hit that. You've got some great Batman Eternal to walk no, us through, okay. which is exciting. I've got some more Green Lantern to walk us through. So we've got we've got great content. We're gonna go down whatever rabbit hole we have. We have freaking Venom rumors. Unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. So a good hodgepodge of material for today. Um, Riles, where the flip do you want to start, my guy? I don't. That's up to you. Okay, let's let's dive into our comics. Let's get into Hawkeye. Then let's talk some Venom rumor. I think this is a good cat. idea because I know how we get with oh,
0: new trailers oh, and stuff. And we just go down the hole and we keep 100%, 100%, digging. And then we keep digging. And then eventually, well, we haven't hit lava yet. We haven't. But I think we will. Someday we'll get to China. sure, And that's the plan. Yeah. Because once we're there. Someday we'll get to China. We're in. Great. Well. And then we'll steal their dragons. For
1: the dozens of you faithful... Uh, what do, what do we call our followers, Beanieites? Nope, nope, bad. I didn't like that at all. Bad. Uh, uh, stocks.
0: That sounds weird too. <laughs> we'll work on it. I think this is. A, I don't think we can come up with
1: this today. <laughs> those were two just terrible. They were. All, they were awful. <laughs> those were just, That's like. Those were dreadful. That those was like so bad.
0: Two comic book people sitting in a room and going. The polka dot man. <laughs> yep, that's a new villain. Published. Oh, hey, in. you want to put Condiment King in the Batman
1: right. animated series? While Done. There, let's, let's just go. Let's go. So anyhow, for those of you that have been faithful followers for at least the last couple of weeks, uh, you may or may not recall that we've been gently segueing into the Green Lantern run by Mr. Jeff Johns or spelled Geoff. Never understood that spelling of Jeff. Like, what? Who started that? Who's the first so it's person? Not, it's to not Geoff. No, it's legitimately Jeff. It's legitimately Jeff. I, I just want to know who was the first person. I call him Geoff all the time. Who so. was? Well, here's an opportunity. Sorry, for you to that's know. your name, dude. It's Geoff. You know, just accept in it. In fairness to you, that's literally how it's written. So out. my question is, literally. do you think
0: his name, shorthanded instead of Joe, is just Geo? It's gotta be right.
1: There's no way he let himself be called Geo. Who who would allow that? You can't you can't allow that. I just want to know who the first parent was. It's like, hey, so I know Jeff is spelled J E F F. Here's a wild idea, G E O. See, because I feel like I,
0: just why? Because I feel like if you were to spell out Jeffrey for him, it would be Joffrey.
1: Right? Right. like Right. You just throw a little R-E-Y on the end of that G-E-O-F-F. That's how it was in Game of Thrones. Joffrey. Yeah. I, so I'm irritated it's, for you. Thank you. But continue. Thank you. So anyhow, <laughs> Jeff has a fantastic run on Green Lantern. For those of you that are looking to get into something, um, I don't know that we could call it entirely classic. That's a relative term, but I'm going to call it classic. Because it's glorious. The writing's fantastic. The art is diverse and yet consistently good. And on our last JP and the Beanstalk episode, we hit on Green Lantern Rebirth. Boom. So early 2000s, Hal Jordan, after a decade plus of being off the DC radar, presumed, well, maybe not dead, but certainly officially uh, off the Justice League, out somewhere in no one really knew where other than he's not really dead, he's not really alive. He's just not there. Gave John Stewart a good chance to shine. Love John Gardner stepped in. Kyle's awesome. Guy Gardner got Guy a little Gardner's play a as well. So three classic. great characters, so certainly some valuable time with the Green Lantern um, idea. But the foundational member, Hal Jordan, not around until Jeff or Geoff or... Joffrey, take your pick, revived him in the early 2000s. So that's what we hit on a couple episodes, or sorry, one episode ago, a couple weeks ago. So feel free to go back if you want to get that story recapped for you. We're now entering into, okay, Hal Jordan. He's back. This collection, we go from rebirth to no fear. So one of the big changes there you are, in the Green Lantern mythology that Jeff Johns introduces with the Rebirth and now reintroduction of Hal Jordan as a character is that, listen, instead of these guys being completely immune to feeling any semblance of fear, the key to overcoming fear is, in fact, to feel it and behave courageously and bravely in spite of feeling fear. Okay, valid idea. Not so bad. So we start seeing Hal Jordan having to put that idea into practice. So there's a collection of stories in this no fear, uh, well, collection, compilation, uh, number of which I think are really excellent. The first one is Hal Jordan essentially getting to know Kyle Rayner because Kyle Rayner came onto the scene after Hal Jordan met his, uh, parallax demise. And so they have a really cool and, uh, I would say bonding scene where the two of them are flying around using their green lantern rings. And then Hal Jordan being the former air force pilot that he is like, Kyle, you know what you think you know how to fly with the ring? Let's Oh yeah. There's some gruesome stuff. There's some stuff. gruesome, <laughs> there some gruesome stuff. I saw a brain. Uh, I saw a shark. You'll, you'll see some things. You'll see some things, but Kyle and Hal go for a spin in a good old F 16 jet. And there's some good flashbacks in them intermingled there with Hal remembering watching his own dad fly jets at the Edwards Air Force Base and how that just instilled in him this love of, of flying and this desire for adventure. And so it's a lot of Hal Jordan rediscovering himself, his roots, but also trying to find a way to to build a relationship because there's always that weird dynamic in comics of, oh, hey, you were gone for a while. Where have you been there, bud? And Hal Jordan's telling people, like, no, I was on the road. That's the quote. <laughs> on the road. Okay. Like a and sees me going <laughs> down the because it's comics, nobody asks any more questions. No. Nope. It's like, good enough. All right, guys, Hal was on the road. Don't bother asking where or why. That's yes. why he's
0: rocking that sweet trucker hat.
1: <laughs> right? That's all we know. So, good opportunity for Hal and Kyle to start to get to know each other a little bit. That's going to be an important relationship because, Riles, where we're headed with all of this, is on a collision course for the Sinestro Corps War. That is one of the most kick-ass, awesome comic stories I've ever read. So, that's where all this is building towards. So, it's important to understand, hey, Hal and Kyle, they've got a relationship. The other piece of the puzzle is actually not a person, but a city. Coast City. So what led Hal to his original demise was the destruction of Coast City at the hands of Mongol, right? Classic DC bad guy that, by the by, we thought might show up in Suicide Squad, the movie. Yeah, that James was a reach, apparently. I still love where our heads were at with that guess. I have no it regrets. It would have been cool. It would have been so cool. But no Mongol yet in the DC movie-verse such as it is. Instead, Mongol, with the help of Cyborg Superman, another awesome comics character. Like, what are we doing here? A Cyborg Superman. Superman's got some weird villains. But he's going to play a part in the Sinestro Core War, so stay tuned, boys and girls. The two of them straight up nuke Coast City, Hal Jordan's oh, yes. hometown. Makes Hal go a little bit crazy because he's upset. Reasonable. How does that pertain to this particular story? Well, not only is Hal Jordan back, Coast City's back, baby. The government, good old U.S. of A, is like, hey, you know what? Coast City, it is, of course, fictional, but it's right on the coast of California. There's a great opportunity. Let's do some good old-fashioned federal subsidizing. Let's rebuild this place. So Hal Jordan returns to a Coast City that is being actively rebuilt to try and achieve its former glory. Problem is nobody wants to live there on account of the fact that it got blown <coughs> up by a freaking cyborg Superman and alien warlord. Yeah,
0: people go and they live in Gotham City. Yeah. Can we talk about Gotham like yeah. what?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. we will get into that, yeah, but, We yeah. we will. We will. So, anyhow, Coast City kind of becomes this symbolic um as the story. Of Hal Jordan's return progresses, we'll see that Coast City is really a direct correlation. In terms of how's Hal Jordan doing, how's Coast City doing? As Coast City starts to repopulate and grow, you see Hal Jordan start to gain more confidence, more strength, more influence, more yeah. Just confidence is probably the right probably the right word for it. So Coast City is being rebuilt. Now, in the midst of all these rebuilding efforts, who should show up but the predecessors to the Green Lantern Corps? The, not Martian Manhunters, but just Manhunters. Lame, but yes. Lame, but yes. So the good old-fashioned Guardians, not the Guardians of the Galaxy with our boy Groot, Drax, Star-Lord, and of course Gamora. Had I mentioned Rocket? No Rocket. So the DC Guardians, little blue... Let's just call them the Smurfs. They might as well be Smurfs. They're pretty. They're, 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 they're the smart Smurfs. Right, the smart Smurfs. The Smurfs. Not the ones making the cookies in the shoes, but the ones dropping green lantern rings. Yes, the Smurfs. All qualified species so they can protect the universe. Did you say the Smurfs, by the way? Yes. I said that. it twice just so you could hear yeah, it again. First time, I think I intentionally ignored it. Second time, I was like, wait, not bad. Thank you. Not me. bad. So the Smurfs. <laughs> Thank you. All right. On their planet, Oa, these are the guys responsible for equipping the Green Lanterns. But before they made the Green Lantern, the original Green Lantern, and started producing the Green Lantern rings, they made androids. As one does when one doesn't realize that when you make an artificially intelligent uh, being, it's going to turn on you, which is exactly what happened allegedly billions of years ago when the Manhunters were first bequeathed upon the universe by the freaking guardians so the Manhunters show up on earth try and take out hal jordan he takes him down and wonders to himself self why are the manhunters active haven't seen him for a, a little while and we get this really cool panel where we see an entire planet filled with man hunters and a cloaked figure leading them who is this cloaked figure stay tuned Oh, Stay there you see that. You got me yeah. on the edge of my yeah. seat here. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, oh be... we'll We'll hear about this in a couple of Ooh. weeks. We'll, yeah. <laughs> and so, again, the plot is thickening. Not only is Hal Jordan back, which is good, but the adversaries are starting to come back as well. Now, it's not all grim. Don't worry. The Green Lantern Corps is rebuilding. We get a good little bit of dialogue between Hal Jordan and our boy Kilowog. I don't even know, how would you describe Kilowog, like, just in appearance? Like, I would say a mix between, like, a hippo and some other animal that I can't decide yet. He looks like, so,
0: you know Mickey Mouse characters, right? You know the big fat dog, Pete? Okay, now imagine if Pete lost his nose, died, and came back to life. And ex- ex- and except, instead of being fat, he was super-duper ripped right no
1: you're not wrong thank you <laughs> can't believe we brought mickey mouse into this huh that's what i thought freaking of. pete that was the first you know thing i thought of valid valid i i can't dispute that so there you go uh reincarnated not evil because Kilowog's nose
0: looks he doesn't have one yeah
1: it's gone yeah really funky looking dude but Kilowog's role badass by the way i like Kilowog a well, lot. Huge, badass dude. Kilowog's role for years has been training new Green Lantern recruits. So Hal Jordan, when he first joined the Green Lantern Corps, was trained by none other than Kilowog himself. And so Hal Jordan and Kilowog have a long-standing, uh, solid relationship with one another. And I would say Kilowog is one of the few individuals that Hal Jordan... Treats with respect, like Hal Jordan is often pretty dismissive, uh, intentionally like overbearing from a confidence perspective. He's so an he arrogant knows. asshole. He is. He is. I'm just kind of beating around the bush. You're driving right to the point. But with Kilowog, <laughs> uh, Kilowog's got enough uh, got enough lead in the pencil, shall we say, to uh, to keep Hal and his arrogance check. in check. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And so Hal starts. Uh, rendezvousing with, rendezvous with Kilowog and Kilowog tells him that, hey, turns out the Guardians have gone from just the one, Ganthet, who we met in Hal Jordan, sorry, Green Lantern Rebirth, to many, because, nope, comics. And they've rebuilt the main green power battery, and they're rebuilding the rings, and they're sending them out all over the universe, and so recruits are starting to pour in as the rings select each respective Green Lantern for each respective sector, I should say, two lanterns per sector. And so, one of the things that I find just very fascinating and very enjoyable about reading these stories with the Green Lantern Corps is just the artistic creativity with what do these different species of aliens look like, right? There's such oh, a yeah. huge, such a wide, wide variety. And we'll especially get into that when we hit Sinestro Core work man the creativity there is off the charts but you start seeing all these species coming in getting equipped getting trained up by Kilowog, and it's encouraging right all right here comes the green lantern Corps starting to get rebuilt starting to get back up to snuff good things are happening um but again in the midst of all this good there's always that backdrop of where sinestro we don't know the Manhunters are gathering in mass on an entire planet with a cloaked unknown figure leading them. And the man hunters—they've never been good news, okay? Never been good news. Uh, their favorite go-to phrase is "No man escapes the Manhunters. They like to say that to a person right That's before they creepy just, right, right before they obliterate them. Right, just zap, gone, dead. No wounding, no real. It's not a fair fight. It's no one you're... escapes the Manhunters. Right. Boom. Boom. That's the last thing. You... Like That'd be an annoying last thing to hear, right? It's like, what are the last things you heard on Earth? <sighs> no man escapes the Manhunters. Oh.
0: Yeah, and you know they say it multiple times because they're robots. Yep. No man escapes the Manhunters. Right. No right. man escapes. And then you're like, I got it the first time. Right. They're Can like stop repeating key, it. more annoying more
1: Ultrons, quite frankly. So... Good things. Again, highly recommend as a read. Good character dive. A lot of variety here. I'm very excited. For two weeks from now, we're going to get into my favorite pre-Sinestro War collection, Revenge of the Green Lanterns. Some awesome stories in here. A great Hal Jordan Batman team up. Hey, well, when it comes to vengeance... I am, I am the Vengeance. I am the Knight. Batman is your guy, a Green Lantern. I'm Batman. Green Arrow team-up, an appearance by freaking Mongol. We find out who the hooded figure is leading the Manhunters, and we get to see even more members of the Green Lantern Corps that Hal Jordan thought he had killed Where all those years you? ago. All Where? those years ago. Hence, Revenge of the Green Lanterns, because... Hal's gonna show up on the scene to rescue him and would you, wouldn't you know it they're not excited to see him they're like hey bud you tried to kill us we're not a big fan so a lot of great content that we've already covered that is coming up in the meantime check this out if you haven't already Jeff Johns Hal Jordan Green Lantern quality stuff that's the what I got there,
0: s- this ring will be so much I mean I love the ring because Ben gave it to me but I wish it fit on my finger yes oh yeah. okay
1: real shame real shame is
0: it time is it my time it's time let's let's talk some more comics you got
1: some batman eternals for us friend yes
0: so i'm gonna say this right now if you have never read batman this is probably one of the best ones to start because it includes it includes a lot of batman lore the only downside is nightwing is dead in this not dead this is when they like Mm. have you ever read the free forever evil storyline yeah so that's
1: awesome have you read that I've I've
0: haven't read it personally, but I know what happens in it.
1: But I'll let you bar Night- it. It's 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 so good. So
0: Nightwing basically dies in that. Yep. But and then he's recruited as like a secret agent. But the
1: Yeah, yeah. can we can we go down a rabbit hole with that? Okay. Yes. So Nightwing dead, okay? Yes. Not really dead, but Batman takes advantage of what is the apparent death of Nightwing to have Dick Grayson infiltrate a uh not the CIA, it's like a secret agent spiral. society, sure it's spiral, what it's yeah. And so, there is a kick ass, um, just independent comic run with Dick Grayson as a freaking secret agent. It's awesome. I own it, I've read it. It's so cool, it's so great. Well, there you go. So, there you go. So, that's Real what he's doing that. at the time
0: of this. Woo! So, yeah, I'll have Nightwing, but mm. you do have, and I think Damien's gone at this time too. I don't know where Damien's at. But you get mm. so in this first one, they reference Batman Zero Year a lot too in this. Mm. So
1: mm-hmm. fun facts, okay? So another the, phenomenal story because yes. we're in New Fifty Two territory here. Yes, this is right? New
0: Fifty Two. Yep. Yep. So the opening scene, like the opening panel, is Bruce Wayne um, strained across the uh, uh, the bat signal like this, and somebody has carved the batman symbol into his chest and this is towards the end of the entire series this is what sets it up okay next thing you see that's an (laughs) echo tone yes so um jim gordon has recruited a new recruit from i believe detroit his name is jason bard he's a new lieutenant that gordon's bringing in um, they are dealing with Professor Pig. By the way.
1: Hey, Professor Pig.
0: Dude, there Hate is him. a lot of Professor Pig in Volume 1. There's a lot. Dude, he's super creepy in this. Uh. Okay, Like, the cow goes moo kind of shit is what he's saying. <laughs> it's uh. terrifying. He, so, uh. him and Gordon are dealing with that. Uh, they also notice that Pig has this weird henchman with him with a rose on the side. And Gordon's chasing after him. While he's chasing after him. They go into the subway station of Gotham City. And Jim's like, you need to you need to stand down. You need to go to prison, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, put the gun down. The guy's like, I don't have a gun in my hand. And he's like, I see the gun. Put the gun down. Jim Gordon shoots, blows the transmitter behind him. The transmitter blows up. The two trains cannot stop. They collide. One hundred people die, and it's at the hands of Jim Gordon. That's the setup. So these people have taken Jim Gordon out of the play. Okay, as far as everyone knows, Jim Gordon is now a mass murderer, a manslaughter, and he is taken so away some to tough prison. to
1: be accused of. Like that's that's yes.
0: Hard. So this sets up. Turns out one of those guys was a worked for was a former employee of Carmine Falcone aka The Roman who if you don't know Batman comics is a very high profile gangster.
1: If you don't know Batman comics, get to know him.
0: Um he get in there. also fun fact, I believe he was Carmine Falcone was in the Dark Knight series what, trilogy, wasn't he? Oh yeah. And then he yeah, is
1: he used the prime used the initial primary villain and he and he is
0: also going to show up in the new batman movie as well Mm -hmm. so he was off in hong kong for a while after he got driven out by batman catwoman penguin this was happened i believe during zero year would be my guess so anyways say that again did that happen during zero year when he got driven out Sorry, which part so carmine falcone getting driven out of gotham
1: Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember that being a primary part. It might have been, but I I don't. Man, it's just been a a piece since I've read Zero Year. But any who's-its. Yeah.
0: So that was, he came back after a five-year hiatus of not being in Gotham. He took over Hong Kong, and Batman's trying to figure out why the hell Carmine Falcone came back. Okay? With Jim Gordon out, Carmine makes his own little moves and basically puts his own, the man he wants in at Commissioner... And at commissioner, so Carmine owns the police pretty much at this point in time. Is
1: it Barb that he makes the commissioner? No, no, okay. it's a different guy.
0: Okay, different dude. Different so,
1: dude.
0: yes, getting there.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Yes, so Carmine is taking over the police. He owns the mayor's office. So now there's it, this. It's never good when a gangster no. owns the police. The police right? that doesn't go correct. The police no. are now after costumed vigilantes. Only their main target being. The Batman. So didn't see that one coming. Nope, not at all. So Gotham Police is going after Batman. Batman is uh, trying to deal with this gang war now because now Carmine is going at it with the Penguin. Yep. Okay.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Meanwhile, while that's going on, you have the Clue Master, which is like a knockoff Riddler. That's the best way to describe it. They even say that in the comic book itself. Ouch.
1: So. Ouch no respect even in the book
0: you've heard of stephanie brown correct yeah. that yeah. would be her father right and this is before she's the spoiler mm-hmm. and she basically goes home because she forgot her laptop
1: which by the way cool name yes the spoiler it's like that's
0: all right yes all right that's legit she walks in on her dad in uh in a uh, his get up whoops yep With, like, three or four other, like, C-list villains
1: mm. (laughs) creating
0: this plan to take over Gotham. Yep. Uh, And her dad's like, I'm going to kill you now. So she's on the run from her dad and her mom, but she doesn't know she's on the run from her mom. Mm. Which is weird because her parents are divorced, but they're on the same page.
1: Anywho. You'd think that the divorced parents, when one of them says, hey, I'm going to kill our kid, that the other one would go... So yes, and they're and they would be on the opposing side of that uh, that particular line.
0: And during this meeting, there is one man in the shadows who Stephanie saw, who is a part of the Gotham PD. Yep. So they don't reveal who 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 it is in the police department that it is, but that's who it is. So they're hunting down Stephanie Brown. So there's storyline number two. Storyline number three. There's like five different storylines going on for this. It's Batman Eternal, and they all cross over towards the end. Yep. So you have um, Storyline 3. You have Batgirl, who's like, um, screw this. My dad's innocent. I know it is. So she goes hell hellbent, and she goes to Brazil to figure out who set her dad up. So she's dealing with that. And Red Hood tags along because Batman's like, you know, Rage. Keep her in check. Okay. <laughs> So Red Hood comes along. You're familiar with being pissed off. Yes, and, and then 52, they run into 52, Batwoman 52. too. So those three are off in yes. Brazil trying to find who framed out who framed her dad.
1: Which, by the way, I think that's a really cool feature of the new Fifty Two Batman. Is that man? There's a lot of run. There's a lot of play and time spent with the Bat Family, right? I mean, I, I think that's pretty unique. I think that's pretty cool, and I'm not sure that was something that was so consistently emphasized prior to the new 52 correct so and i think very cool
0: batman incorporated is it is established in this (sighs) book too so Mm. they're dealing with that yep okay so there's so much that goes on i gotta keep track
1: oh it's a thick book
0: yes so third storyline it deals with tim drake aka the red robin yep and um there is these this part of the the hood pretty much of gotham and all these kids are sick. Like, they're still sick. They had an interaction with the pig, but that to- those toxins and stuff were off.
1: They're still sick. They're trying to wonder Classic why. Classic pig, like, just, yeah. you know, dropping toxins on kids. So One of the many reasons why he's just a terrible person. Just bad. Just one of many. Just one of multiple many. Jeez, so, a turd.
0: it turns out that these kids all have nanobots in them ton of nanobot technology they can't Whoa. so tim drake is going to figure out who's behind that mm-hmm. so he goes off on his own world word, world thingy and this is also when so you have spoiler getting established in this series right you have bluebird getting established in the series i don't know if you know who bluebird Bluebird's is
1: a, no that's a pretty new one for me i want to say i've heard of bluebird but i but I she got nothing other than that harper Rowe. oh okay okay she's got the yep that Yep. The Fancy
0: Dancy, right. I'm Emo,
1: yep. haircut, yeah. Yep. So, that is... Yeah, she gets teased quite a bit in Scott Snyder's, like, main, I would say. And this Batman is Scott Snyder I know Snyder this, is right Scott, like, there. this is Scott Snyder and James Tinian, more. by the way. And James right. Tinian
0: is excellent when it comes to the dark shit. So, um, that's storyline three or four?
1: Three, least, that's one. gotta be at least four. Okay. You got, you got Batman. And then... Jim Gordon, spoiler, Bluebird. Well maybe I maybe I should I should probably lump Batman and Jim Gordon together. They are together. They're, yes. they're in the That's the main one, big right. storyline with you the got gang. Spoiler.
0: Yep, spoiler. Tim Drake. Red Hood, Barbara Gordon, there Tim Drake. Go. Yes. So storyline five, and the final storyline, before I go back into the main, Whoa. um, is the man who holds the Spectre. Mm. You know who I'm talking about?
1: Sure. Sure. Can't think
0: of his name. It's James something, I think. James O'Connor or something. Uh, Now, you say
1: holds the specter, the guy that is possessed by the specter? Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Pretty sure it's... Shoot, I guess I don't know who that is, Riley.
0: It's going to bother me. I know it's James something. Oh, right here. Uh, Mr. Corrigan. James Corrigan? Is that correct? Jim Corrigan. Jim Corrigan. Yes. So, Jim Corrigan... And Batwing. Mm. Luke Lucas Fox. Yep. Yeah. Um, team up and they deal with the supernatural that's going on with Arkham Asylum. Mm. And their whole storyline, as far as this, they run into Deacon Blackfire, which is an old sketchy dude. Basically, yeah. Not to be trifled with.
1: And that's something that I would say is very uncommon for Batman comics to delve into any supernatural stuff or adversaries or topics like that's a pretty not bad oh for topic.
0: sure and the fact that they have corrigan yep. in it
1: was just like
0: a not like a crazy pull but yeah. like to have him be teamed up with batwing is pretty pretty weird team up yeah so those two are together they're dealing with arkham asylum so you go back to the main storyline there's this gang war going on and it turned James So Trying to figure out So I already Oh it's so, a lot to keep track of. Yes It's a ton Batman Is like okay I'm trying to figure out Why Carmine Falcone Even came here So he goes back to Hong sure. Kong Finds out that because he's Because he was
1: sitting pretty In Hong Kong right yes. Like no real motive He to, He didn't He wasn't getting chased Out of Hong Kong He hadn't burned his bridges In no, Hong Kong he
0: actually owned Hong Kong Yeah Like he owned it Like he took it over Owned it and Not a lot of just us can say that. That's, and that's pretty good. Turns out he's still making 60% of the gang profit over there. So he's still making a shit ton of money. Hmm. So he's trying to figure out why he came back. They come back. There's actually this crazy scene that I want to show you because it just shows how dangerous the penguin actually is. And... Uh,
1: but you got to show that because the penguin easily, just on paper looks like one of the least imposing, least impressive villains. Yeah. All so right, let me see this beast.
0: Look, look at this panel sure, and sure. then flip to the next page and yep. tell me that's not insane. Yep. But, um, so... Catwoman is also raiding the Roman stashes right now, trying to mess with him a little bit. Um, uh, did you flip the page? Wow. Yeah. Badass. So, towards the end, the penguin... And the Roman end up getting captured together towards the end of the gang war. This is like the the main part of part one is this massive gang war. And it breaks into it and it goes all into it. And uh, I feel like I'm all over the place and I super apologize. <laughs> um, but yeah, Unreal. Jim Gordon gets visited by his son who's saying like, okay, you've always had this darkness in you. Like, you definitely wanted to do this. And he's like, no, no. And uh, yeah, because he's also he's in Blackgate. Like that's where Jim Gordon ends up while he's on trial, Blackgate prison. Which nothing good happens in Blackgate. Wild man. Yeah, wild. And Batman comes back, and towards the end of the issue, um, they arrest the they they arrest the corrupt commissioner. They arrest the Roman. They arrest the Penguin and no, towards seem the like good things. Yes. Towards the last issue of this, he he corners Carmine. He's like, "Why the hell'd you come back?" He's like, "Well, I was invited back." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And there's this mysterious letter that he hands the Batman. Let me see if I can find it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And cuz I want to I want to read it word for word cuz this is like yes. You have been cordially invited to partake in the devastation of Gotham City. Jordan. Jim's. Jim Gordon falls. Two weeks' time. The rest is up to you. So basically, somebody has set up. It's crazy. Carmine and. to, to come back and take over, pretty much. So they also, towards the end of it, get the evidence for Gordon to come out. Mm hmm. And, oh, and a fun little thing here, Hush into, and uh, injects Alfred with this crazy amount of fear toxin into his brain, taking Alfred out of commission, and uh, I Poor also- Poor Alfred. Yeah.
1: What a, he has a tough run in the new 52. I mean, fear toxin straight to the brain, gets an arm cut off, well, hand, I should say, not, not fully arm, but- Gets a hand cut off by the Joker. That, that's rough. That's that's tough. Batman
0: teams up with Killer Croc in the for like the for the Gotham uh, sewage because people who keep going missing and they can't figure out why. And uh, yeah, Hush is set up to be the next villain of the part two, pretty much. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh yeah, and uh, while they're over in Hong Kong, uh, Batman runs into Alfred's daughter. who becomes Penny, Two? So Mm -hmm. she gets Mm -hmm. involved with who, by the way, just hates her dad. Can't figure out why he gave up all that to become a butler. Mm -hmm. Because he was like a crazy world or war surgeon that saved a lot of lives. So I think that's That's about fantastic. I didn't know
1: that's where uh, I did not know that that is where, let's see, Julia Pennyworth, right? Yes. I did not know that's where her character was introduced. Yes, great. That,
0: that is where she makes her appearance. That's awesome. Like I said, there's a lot of actual like first appearance for Batman characters. In this For the New 52 mm. appearances, anyways. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Bluebirds, spoiler. Yep. Um.
1: Yeah, because Julia Pennyworth is Julia sprinkled in more and uh, a little more heavily towards the back half of the Scott Snyder run on Batman in the New 52. Yeah, she
0: got stabbed to the chest. That's how she came into play here. That's
1: tough. Yeah, in Hong What's Kong. What's with the Pennyworths just getting... Like, Like harmed. Yes. Severely harmed. Bad bad time to be a Pennyworth, and yet they're weirdly loyal to Batman. Makes you question things a little bit. So. Okay, kudos
0: to them. Part two, they're still trying to figure out, actually, who set up Jim Gordon. They don't know who set up Jim Gordon. So part one
1: ends, Jim Gordon's still incarcerated. Yep. Spoiler, Stephanie Brown.
0: Is still on the run, but she actually becomes spoiler towards the end, so now she's like, I'm going to fight back towards my dad. Right. Um... Because, yeah, she actually ended up, her, like, best friend was blown up by her father. So she's kind of fed up with him. That'll make you bitter. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, yep. Yeah, Bluebird gets introduced in this. And uh, part two. So this part one, like I said, it focuses mainly on the, on the gang more. Yep. Um, part two focuses on basically Batman's entire rogues gallery for the most part. I don't mm. know. Probably a few that
1: get left out here and there. Yeah. But- but like,
0: because Scarecrow's in this one a little bit, but yep. that's when you get into most of his rogues gallery, because yep. they all get that invitation of, hey, Jim Gordon's out. Let's tear up Gotham City. Yikes.
1: So, Yikes. Yeah. I mean, why would anyone live in Gotham City? That's what I'm saying. Right? Why would you? Rent's got to be real cheap. Like... $10. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe the cost of living is just super low. Might be. Yeah. That's great. That I I mean, looks like there's a pretty wide variety of artists that get their time in there, just with the different storylines. There's lines. one artist that
0: bothers me because yeah. the artwork just does not fit, and it pisses me off. <laughs> like, and it's so it's like so weird and yeah. gro- it's like gross. It's yeah. honestly gross. Yeah. Let me see. I want to see who the artist. Oh, I would, is I would on love this. to know which one. This the artist is Ian Bertram. All right. Let's see. What we got here Look at Ian. this artwork like it just does not fit. And also this girl is freaking creepy as hell. Eww. She's like a scorpion lady. Eww. Yeah. Like look like it just doesn't fit. No. It looks like more like he should be writing garbage pale kids comics. You know what I mean? Like that's not
1: even a diss, that's just his artwork it's kind of creepy and gross. That is that reminds me a lot of so grant morrison who did a lot of batman prior to the new 52. Um, one of the more well-known runs is Batman Incorporated. Um, he paired up with a artist and I can't think of the guy's name, but he has a style that's really similar to that. It's really distinct. It's really unique, but in part of the Batman Incorporated run, um, yeah, and I want, I want to say not even Batman, just Batman Incorporated, but also Batman and Robin. Frank quietly that's the guy's name. Um, it might be Quitly. Anywho, it's just a really kind of unsettling style because it looks like really cartoonish, but then it gets very violent. And it's kind of like, oh, 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 no, no. Ugh, just yuck. Just not, the uh, <laughs> doesn't settle very well, put it that way. Pretty pretty dang tough. So, anyway, good stuff, Riles. Love that. Volume 1, Volume 2 to come. A lot of good stuff. Out of those three volumes, which one, like, did you have a favorite that you're going, man, that was far superior to the rest? I mean, it's all the same. It's all one big story, so maybe that's an unfair, unfair question to oh, say which one was the best. But which one did you enjoy? It's
0: been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So let me just look through
1: these real quick. Because
0: I want to say Volume 2... Look at two. the
1: cover art on this guy, by the way. Oh, I know. Look at the cover Come art on this. Come
0: on. The cover art's fantastic. Yeah, Volume two's a lot thinner.
1: Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, especially compared to how thick Volumes 1 and 3 are. Volume
0: man. 1 is thicker than hell. Thicker than oatmeal. That's what that one is. Yeah. I want to say
1: awesome love it i'm
0: trying to think yeah because here's Clayface. oh yeah joker's daughter's a big part of this too just kind of uh Eey. oh there's the specter he comes in there hey specter um hey there, fella yeah i'm weird trying to remember weird character let me look at
1: volume three Are you looking for, like, a particular particular scene that's sticking out of your mind?
0: I'm just looking through just to see, like, what I kind of remember and, like, if there's anything that sticks out to me where I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this is cool. Hmm. But nothing is really sticking out to me right now. So, I'll let you know when I get through it all again. Absolutely. But, uh... Yeah. Like I said, there's a there's just so many good twists and turns with it. Where sure. why I liked it so much because when I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, that happened, and yeah. then something crazy happens, and you're like, holy shit, what?
1: <laughs> I didn't
0: think that I didn't would. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, so they're they that's did great, really man. good with that.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: But yes, I will reread it all, and then. I let you know mm. but if i remember correctly i think i liked part two better but that's not fair because i don't i don't fully remember
1: hey that's all good you
0: put, me, you put me i put on you on the spot, the spot put you on the spot i hate being on the spot well you're welcome
1: then I that's hate. great that's great yeah. Hey, that's some fantastic comics content green lantern the rebirth and the subsequent stories leading into the sinestro core war batman mm-hmm. eternal Great stuff, great reading material, good teases for those of you listening. Again, best way to experience this: go check it out yourself. We're just the the conduit by which you find your way to this fantastic yes. content. So I think.
0: Let's. I think next time I'm gonna write it out a little bit more.
1: All good. Because I all feel good. like I was all over the Dude, place. That's so a lot a lot of, of storylines to try and keep straight. So that's fantastic. All right, we've given DC its due. Let's dive into some Marvel. The Hawkeye trailer dropped. Let's see, sometime in the last two weeks, I feel like it was actually pretty close to after you and I recorded our previous episode, um, and to be honest, that show had completely fallen off my radar. Like, we have talked Same. at length Same. of looking forward to Eternals, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and uh, and sorry, Venom, boy blank there for a second, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, totally forgot there was a Hawkeye show coming Say, out this winter. Absolutely. Holy shnikes. Um, but my anticipation and excitement have gone right back up after seeing that that trailer. Love me Jeremy Renner. Just yeah, Jeremy general. Renner's good. He's fantastic. He's one of the good ones. Great fit for the Hawkeye character. Um, I, I don't... Here, here's the deal. Do we need a Hawkeye show? No. No, we don't. But I'm all in. The rumors are are really good.
0: The rumors are for really, really, really
1: good. Okay, hold on to the rumors. Let's hit what we've seen, what we know, and then I want to hear your rumors and unwrap those a little bit. Okay. Okay, so what we see in the trailer, not terribly long, a little less than two minutes. Haley Steinfeld is in it as Kate Bishop. Now, you said you read the Hawkeye comic. No, right? No, you haven't. Oh, who did I talk to? That okay. wasn't me. Wasn't you? Somebody else. So there is a really solid Hawkeye comic that I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do some research. I'll come back to this with uh, with our next episode. I'll okay. come into this with that with that comic. That having read that, it is pretty clear that is the. That is the influence, at least, from a visual and broad storytelling that they're going for in this show. Because the character of Kate Bishop, being played by Haley Steinfeld, is a major part of that comic. She is, I don't know if I would go so far as to say Hawkeye's equal in terms of archery skill, but she's up there. She's really stinking good. So she and Hawkeye, similar skill set. Biggest difference is Hawkeye's a dude. Kate Bishop, not a dude, all right? Um, if you couldn't tell by the name if Kate. If you weren't sure. But both of them are very confident in their abilities, so there's a lot of fun in the comic as they kind of play off each other, a little friendly friendly or not-so-friendly banter at times. But the one scene from the trailer that really stuck out to me that was pulled straight out of the comics is when they're driving in the car and you see Kate Bishop's character pulling arrows out of the quiver and Hawk is like, nope, don't use that one. No, don't use that one. That one's too dangerous. Then she shoots the arrow and it blows the van that's chasing him up. She's like, you've got something more dangerous than that? That's a great scene in the comics. So pretty excited to see that they're pulling from that particular run. So that gives me some hope as far as, hey, you're using some quality material to build this show can
0: we just of. can we just appreciate the fact that they're using the trick arrows awesome i love it let's
1: go let's go lean into that can right? we
0: please have a punching glove for an arrow 100%. i know that was more green arrow but still ah, you know, know how there. hilarious that I'll would be? be there
1: yeah um i i don't know what do i want from this show i just want to be entertained like my expectations are so modest for this because yeah. You don't know what to expect. You don't I don't know what to expect, and we just straight up we don't need more from Hawkeye. No like what we've seen from Hawkeye up to this point, like that's enough. As far as I'm concerned, if this show sucks, I'm gonna intentionally forget about it. And just go, no no. For me, the Hawkeye story ended with uh with Endgame. He rode off into the sunset, he's reunited with his family, reunited, he had set aside the mantle. And it feels so good. Nice. Reunited with his family, set aside the mantle of Ronan, put that dark past behind him. Here we are. So now the show seems to be wanting to dig up his past and for some reason drag him back into that. Um, Okay, we'll see. To be determined, I just want to be entertained. That's where I'm at. I want a good rapport between Hawkeye and Kate Bishop because that buddy cop dynamic that we saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier... Phenomenal, loved it, ate that puppy up, and frankly, I think there's been a lot of good um, duos. A lot of good duos, yeah, in the Marvel shows. I would agree thus far. Uh, Loki and oh, you know, a lot of people M- want to say Sylvie, Mobius, but give me my Mobius. Yeah, that those give me are my Mobius duo, for yep. sure. Those of you that prefer Sylvie, I feel sorry for you because you're missing too. out on the glory that is Owen Wilson. You are choosing a. A lesser brew. You're going for something that's light when you could have the diesel. So I, that, that's what I want from the show. I want to be entertained. Trick arrows. Great. Rep, uh, what's the? Uh, repartee? Repertoire. Repertoire. I'm, I'm butchering whatever the word is supposed to be. Good relationship with Kate Bishop. and uh, Yeah, that's not what I'm thinking. No, it's not. It's not what I'm thinking of either. I'm really frustrated with myself. But a good dynamic between those two characters that's what I want. So, curious, I'm just ho- hopeful.
0: I'm honestly just hoping they, which is what it looks like they're going to do. It, it, I'm hoping they just kind of flesh out the street level yep. of what Marvel can give. Because I don't feel like we've fully gotten a good, like, hey, this is street level. Not MCU-wise. Not MCU. Like, no. Daredevil. Yep, the Netflix show. Yes. I'm hoping fantastic. that's what it builds out on.
1: Okay. So. Good call on your That's part. my hope. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot.
0: But there is there's a lot of potential. Lots of potential. All right. Rumors. So, what, do we so, got? What, what are well, we thinking that we've con,
1: heard that could happen?
0: So confirmed characters. Mm-hmm. So we should talk because obviously he's dealing with Ronan's past because I think Kate Bishop in the trailer is rocking the Ronan suit. Yep. So And I don't think yep. she knows all the darkness behind the suit, and I think this is why people are coming after her, it's because she thinks she's Hawkeye. Yep. So that's yep. kind of how that all set up, I think. So we're dealing with
1: Hawkeye's dark past. Yep. I'm just going to look up the cast
0: so, list here the the original ronin in the comics is played by is is a character called Echo who is going to be in this okay. fun fact she i believe she is kingpin's daughter in the comics you can double check me she she is okay. definitely in this show oh. and there have been rumors that Vincent D'Onfrio's kingpin will be back okay it's going to be like a soft reboot of the character but he will be back so if that's true holy shit so that should drop, and that's why I'm saying we have a lot of potential for street level establishment in the MCU, which Hawkeye is that perfect Man. bridge of street level to sure. cosmic to weird like shit. Yep. So yep, yeah. So she is definitely in it. That's one of the rumors. Um, Yelena will be back.
1: Yep, she's listed in here on IMDb as in it for all eight episodes. Perfect. Which here's the deal. I- I'm in. Like, if that's yeah. if that's the case, <laughs> I'm in, too. Great, easy. Well, I am. I'm in. I can't
0: be excited about a character coming back that I, that was so good in her previous movie. Good for you. Um, there's rumor. Well, there's rumors that she's going to make him deaf. She's the one. She's going to be the reason that Hawkeye becomes deaf. That's Wait, the when rumor. Hawkeye,
1: when is that a thing that Hawkeye becomes deaf?
0: Hawkeye is deaf in the comics, and what? there's heavy rumors that. They're going to really explore that in this show, his deafness. You didn't know he was deaf
1: in the comics. I, I have never even heard a reference.
0: Hawkeye is deaf in the comics. I don't know when they go in depth with that, but he really? is deaf, yes. Like, I he has a hearing aid, I'm pretty sure. So, there's rumors she's going to be the reason he becomes deaf. 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 <laughs> she becomes, he becomes Deaf.
1: That's the No way.
0: So, I will be interested to see how she plays out in this. Because I feel... Obviously, she's going to go after him because he thought... She thinks that he killed Nat. Which, you know, he didn't. I think... I feel
1: like it's going to get resolved pretty quickly. Yes. Right? That's not, that's not that hard. No. That's not that hard.
0: And then they'll team up. And then they'll you be teammates. You know how easy it is.
1: This... Here's a little bitterness reference. You know how easy it is? It's as easy as in when Batman in Batman versus Superman. When Superman goes... Oh, don't he, even... Uh, no, I'm going to do it. No. I'm going to do it. When no. Superman goes to, to battle Batman, it's as easy as just telling Batman, Hey, bro, uh, Lex Luthor's got my girl, and so he sent me here to kill you. And for some reason, Superman never brings that up. We'll go down that rabbit hole at a completely different time. But I'm still bitter about how easy it would have been to avoid that whole
0: fight. Save my mom, Martha.
1: Right? Martha? Martha. My mom's kidnapped. Um, Save Martha. Could use the help. That's the only reason I'm here. I'm really not interested in fighting you. Martha? Really, really not interested in it. Also, my mom's name is Martha. Well, we're best friends. Anyway, I gotta believe that the whole potential conflict between Yelena and Hawkeye, I I don't wanna see that play out. See, I think though. I it think just they'll. Need
0: to. I think they'll fight initially, and then she'll have her own separate mission almost. Okay. And then they'll fight again, and then they'll be like, "Oh," because <gasps> I don't feel like they'll fully, fully team up to like the last episode. That seems like a last episode kind of thing. But we'll see. We'll okay. see. I don't know. It okay. sounds like Hawkeye's gonna have his own little superhero family towards the end. Because mm. I'll be interested to see what they do with this Echo character, because I've never heard of her, no. and it sounds like she's gonna get a Disney Plus show. I don't know. So hey,
1: okay, okay. So what are the rumors we got?
0: That was the main one. Was Kingpin. That was it. Yes, Kingpin's the main big rumor as the main bad guy. Because there's got to be a
1: main bad guy. Help me with the pronunciation of that actor's last name. Which one? The the Kingpin actor, Vincent.
0: I believe it's Don Frio. Don
1: Frio. Okay, he was fantastic. Phenomenal.
0: So hopefully they let him uh, do what he did there, and he'll and it'll be fine. It'll be good. So, mm. I love the Kingpin. Yeah. I love Vincent Donfrio. I'm yeah. glad they stuck with him as the character. That was very well.
1: Oh, no question. So No question. Because then
0: Daredevil's not far
1: behind. Dude, he's yes. just, he's right freaking there. So, the day before Thanksgiving, by the way, Wednesday, November 24th. That 20, is the premiere. episode one drops. Sweet. So, six weeks tidy itself up right around the right around christmas time that's pretty cool so
0: yes lots to lots to prepare for i'll be like i said i'll be interested to see where the story goes yeah. i like I'll the seasonal interested.
1: timing of it like that they're setting it in, in christmas. christmas yeah i'm bored with that that's cool
0: and it's just i don't know how many episodes they're doing it's just interesting to me because you don't know how these other characters will play in because they only really showed off hawkeye and kate bishop yep and people going after them and trying to kill them yep which great premise i mean i that's all i need to know but yeah, it's that's just all we got i don't i want to know how these people are coming in i guess mm-hmm. so and we'll, we'll wait and see did you want to discuss what if and then go into the venom rumor
1: holy shnikes i totally forgot about what if i think i forgot about it even in our freaking i don't i don't feel like beginning. we need to go too in depth with
0: the what if episodes yeah. but yeah. and
1: then we'll end with the venom okay Uh, That's a good good thing to end on. Okay, so what if we had the zombie episode. Correct. Yep, where the what if scenario is what if when Hope Van Dyne goes into... Sorry, not Hope Van Dyne. When Hank goes into the quantum realm to try and rescue uh, Janet. Janet has been infected with a quantum virus that essentially has zombified her she attacks hank they come back in the midst of janet's attack on hank to or out of the quantum realm into our realm and hank and janet are zombies and they uh they go nuts they start spreading the the zombie virus it spreads rapidly many heroes ant-man
0: just gets demolished right away the poor guy wow Wow! And Hope, I love it so much, because Hope just like shrinks, flies away, and and Scott's just like, what the hell?
1: Right, He's Scott, just slow reaction time, Scott. Like, get small and you're fine, but nope. That's so
0: true to he Scott, though. It's so true to geez, Scott.
1: Just chokes, just absolutely chokes and gets just shredded. Uh, and they have the scene where the children of Thanos come to Earth to take over Earth they get the avengers, shredded right the avengers,
0: it, get shredded. avengers
1: get shredded get I, shredded i don't even want to like talk about it too much quite honestly because i don't get this zombie thing man i don't understand like i tried watching the walking dead i got through two maybe three seasons and, and here's what i don't get about it or here's what i don't find appealing about it. it's just gross -hmm. It's friggin' nasty.
0: I've never gotten into it either. I can't figure it out. I had buddies that grew up loving Call of Duty Zombies. Yep. Never was a fan. I couldn't get into it. I was like, this just doesn't do it for me.
1: Yeah, I don't get the fascination. Like this perpetual cycle of oh zombies. Well, let's just stick zombies into. Let's stick zombies into that. Listen, if you enjoy it, okay, fair enough. I don't. I don't get it. I I, I just unless
0: you're gonna send in Don Doncho. Then I'm okay with it.
1: Well done. Ben Kruger, that's for you. Yes. That's straight up for you.
0: Make more Don Don show videos, please. Yeah. Thank you. So the, anyways the, the ep- yeah, the episode
1: uh, the episode as a whole was just uh, so somber, like just sad. Like none of it was
0: encouraging. We had like three good things to come out of it though. Okay. JP, we had three good things.
1: Salvage something here for okay. me. What are you got?
0: Firstly, We had Peter mention Uncle Ben for the first time in the MCU. Okay. Now, it was a what-if episode, Mm -hmm. but he mentions his parents dying, and he mentions Uncle Ben dying, Mm -hmm. which is a huge step for Marvel. That's insane that the MCU did that. Okay. Because we haven't had any Uncle Ben content at all yet with Tom Holland's character. I know that wasn't necessarily...
1: May even mentioned Uncle Ben? No!
0: No, you haven't that's, even heard his name. It is disrespectful, so that's wow. why I'm hoping he comes into No Way Home. But anyways, that was number one. Number two, we get Scott Lang as a flo- as a head, as a floating head. Can we talk about how beautiful that is? He gets cured. He gets cured from a zombie virus, <laughs> and it's just his head that made it. So then he's just flying around with
1: it Doctor Strange's comedy. cape. It yes, made for good comedy. Yep. And then
0: third, we got to see Bucky rep Cap's shield, and I thought that was phenomenal. Fair he enough. Did. Yep. That Agreed. was so Agreed. cool. That and we don't really know cool. what happened to Bucky after that. Yep. I think he lived. I think he lived, and I think there's going to be a sequel episode to that. But. Oh, wow. Okay. That's my guess. Wow. He, although he did get destroyed. Like, he got bl- blown very far back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was super messed up. That vision just kept black panther alive to be to feed scarlet witch. Uh,
1: that is just gross, man. Terrifying. Like, uh, uh, all the all the sounds that express disgust. Like, oh, yeah. that's, that's that's
0: Zombies, are gross. Zombies are, Zombies nasty, are gross. Zombies are nasty. Not
1: my cup of tea. If they're yours, go watch World War Z and Walking Dead and And then I don't even know what else. So
0: And then we had the Killmonger episode. Yep. What if Killmonger saved Tony Stark? And can I just say this? This was the second... Well, this was one of the most boring episodes of What If. Mm-hmm. I was bored. Mm. I kind of saw everything coming. They basically were like, What if we combined the first Iron Man movie with the Black Panther movie and made it so the villain won this time? Yeah. Okay. Because pretty much the same thing played out except Killmonger won this time. Like there was just no,
1: there no like legitimate resolution. There was no surprises. No, like, it's, it was all setups for a future episode. I think, which I'm not on board with. Not in this format. Like the Doctor Strange episode. Okay, sad overall. Right, the good Doctor Strange is beaten by the evil Doctor Strange. But at least there's resolution. To that what-if scenario. Yes. What if, well, the, that particular universe gets consumed because Doctor Strange went evil and corrupted the, gosh, what did they call that point in time? The absolute point in time or yes. something like that? The zombie episode, uh, it ends with them trying to to save the world. And they just enter Wakanda. Th- That's right, Thanos. Yeah, in Wakanda it was like it's like, a, That's just the and that's it just ends. It's
0: And you're like, okay, d- why? Do, they, do they save everybody? Or right.
1: No? So what so what happens? So and that, and that, that right there, this is such a good this is such a cathartic conversation because I've been wondering, man, what bugged me about those two episodes? And that's it. You're playing this what if literally it's the title of the freaking show, and you're not even taking it to the finish line. Hey, yeah. what if? Well we don't we still don't know. You yep. still don't know. For sure.
0: Because episode one, they end it, and yep. you know what happens. Yep. But there's they resolution. leave it off, too, where you're like, okay, they could do another episode yep. if they wanted. But at least there's episode, resolution. Episode two, we got yep. a resolution. Yep. They all party in Wakanda. YOLO. Well. Episode three, we get a resolution. Hey! Hank's he, Hank's arrested. Yeah. And, hey, there's a new set of Avengers, but it also leads up to, you know, hey, we could do a sequel episode sure. if we wanted. Sure. Because here comes Captain Marvel. Yep. Episode 4, yeah, like you said, it most just leaves off. But it was, Episodes
1: it, 1, 2, and 4 I think had the most complete resolution. Yes. Like episode 3, I'd forgotten about how that one wrapped up with Loki taking over yes. the world and then, and then Captain Marvel comes in at the behest of Nick Fury. But it's still like, I mean, well, what, are we, so what episode, are we saying? Are we saying well, Loki took over or are we saying so, that Nick Fury is going to find a way? Episode 6, it kind of does resolve because
0: Killmonger becomes the new Black Panther. But then they leave it off at the end where it's like, okay, well, we might go dethrone him. Right. So it's kind of like episode one where, hey, they did, like, end it, but who knows what yeah. could happen next. So my thought, like, yeah, like I said, episode six was just boring. Like, I mean, hell, they they killed Rhodey off and Black Panther off. One strike, by the way. And I just thought that was kind of a douche moved a black panther to just kill him off that
1: quick That was too easy let's be let's be real oh super easy too easy not clever just to say hey this piece of tech wins no 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 no, no, no. i agree no no no. it it, it you got to do better
0: claw that. claw died again everyone saw that one coming Except of course claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: he should have seen it coming but absolutely over two dead both and
0: times. then I will say the Stark Industries, like, robots were cool looking. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. like, and Tony's, like, last stand was nice because he's like, you know what? You killed Rhodey. I'm going to try to kill you. But he should have known he wasn't going to win. Can
1: we hit on this for a second? This bothered me, and I love the Black Panther movie. Love the idea of Wakanda. But this bothers me that in Infinity War and in Black Panther and now in What If... You have this society that supposedly is the peak of technological advancement taking the field of battle. With sticks? With sticks! Pointy sticks!
0: Well, they're really good with those sticks. Sticks are made out of vibranium. And that's fantastic.
1: That's great. I get it. They're vibranium spears. A gun is still going to win. Bang. Oops. Eh, well,
0: I feel like their armor is all bulletproof. Sure, I think all their armor sure. is vibranium. So I might disagree with you on that
1: one a little bit. But then why aren't they wearing helmets? All their heads are exposed. That's
0: true. I, Tradition.
1: It just, culture. Right, right. And, and I know that's the reason for it. It just bugs me. It's like, this is technological advancement. Why, don't, why aren't all these, you have all this vibranium, you have more you know what to do with. Why aren't all these folks wearing like Black Panther suits or something similar to it what do what we hold now for it's like well we got extras but only one guy can wear them yeah well can we also so there can you it- go little little rant
0: can we also little talk little about how there. it just took one spear in like a non-fatal spot to kill tony i thought that was weird like that was a i could understand if it was right here
1: in right. the heart i was waiting for the killing blow as well just but like- it was just it was here and then he yeah. died and i was like
0: now, I remember that correctly, right? He doesn't yes, he doesn't no,
1: it's it's straight up like
0: But he didn't have like another like no, blow or anything. No, there There's no, no extra stab in a
1: in a vital organ, it was just rotator cuff, death.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That I didn't feel like that would kill him. Unless it was poison. Yeah.
1: What I don't think it was. What we're gonna need for me to feel differently about these episodes, and it could happen because I'm thinking back to when the first couple WandaVision episodes came out and I'm going, what are we doing here? And then the payoff came and yep, yep, made last it, episode, made it worthwhile. If there is follow-up to some of these what-if episodes, like you're saying, perhaps some sequel episodes, okay. Okay, I'll change my tune. I will get on board. But the, ra- the lack of resolution bugs the piss out of me right now.
0: And there's some that I don't even need a resolution to.
1: Well, it's just if we're going to play this scenario of, hey, let's pre- let, you know, let's pretend this little part of the story went differently and see how it impacted everything else. Let's Okay, well, let's actually do it. Let's I not agree. just say you're going to do it and then go 75% of the way there. So, there's a lot of room overall for the the what if series to to improve. In my point of view, I would, uh, I would love to see, love to see some of that improvement. Love to enjoy it more than I currently have, because in general, I enjoy the Marvel content. I like the style of animation, but got some work to do. All right, let's- So
0: the last two episodes.
1: Yep. So this week's episode are we, are we for down tomorrow. To the last two.
0: No, we're down to three. Okay. So the next two episodes we have. So tomorrow, the one that drops is "What if Thor was an only child." So, Odin gives Loki back, and Thor is the only child. Okay. So, that's the episode, and then the following one deals with Gamora versus Tony Stark. Okay. So, hopefully we get an actual good Tony content instead of him dying every time. Tough. Although, Black Panther's had a rough go around, too, except in episode two. Mm -hmm. But regardless, Mm -hmm. regardless. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And then it'll go into Vision Ultron. Hmm. But, yes. So, that's where we're at. Okay, and then okay. finally we'll end the episode with the Venom rumor. Let's do it. Okay, so now I'm gonna give off this little spoiler warning here because we don't know what can happen, and I don't know if this is true or not. So this is what's just been going around on the internet. If you want to stick around, stick around. If uh, not, uh, goodbye. <laughs> Anywho, that—that's your warning. There you go. So the rumor is for the end credits scene. Okay. There was a picture We'll go into the picture first The picture is of Tom Hardy Rocking A Spider-Man No Way Home Cast and crew hat On his head The picture was quickly taken down Dun 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 Okay So now the rumor is For the Venom end credits scene Is Venom and Eddie are chilling on the beach. Mm. For God knows why. Probably As one they... does. Yes. And uh, an alien symbiote. they turn the TV on and they see Tom Holland's Spider Man saving the day on the TV screen. And Venom goes, I don't like that guy. And then it ends the credit scene. So. Wild. Wild stuff. Which there was a part in the trailer where people are like, That's the lizard? Mm. That could be Venom. Here's here's my hunch. This is a heist if they pull this off. If wow. they pull this off, this is a heist. This is a heist. This is Ocean's Eleven kind of heist. This is insane.
1: My hunch is that there's no... I, I just can't let my mind open up to think that the Tom Hardy character of Venom, Eddie Brock in Venom, shows up in a meaningful way or impactful way in the No Way Home movie. As in, it's not going to impact the overall storyline, but I could see them getting thrown in at the end in a credit <sighs> stinger or tease or the very end of the movie after the resolution has happened for that good old-fashioned Marvel future set up because... Somehow, Sony and Marvel have found a way to get along work, get along well enough for Spider-Man. Remember
0: when they almost took Tom away from us? Yeah, I do. It almost happened. It did almost happen. And now so, we're here.
1: I, I. There is a God, pulling, in case anyone was see wondering. i them pulling it off with Venom and Spider-Man. I, I don't think it's going to be this movie that, that, really, I, that we get that reward. I in don't terms know. Of Tangible I have no story content. I
0: have no idea what to think anymore, and we won't know till October first. Juicy. Like
1: I don't know till October first. Juicy. It's got a couple weeks, man. Oh my, I'm so excited. It's great. I'm so excited. Yeah. love that. That's a great so, way to tie this one up, beans. Yes, love sir. it. Good rumor.
0: As always, mm. uh, we just yeah, I'll just leave you chopping at the bit there at the end. You bet. Um,
1: so we like to do here.
0: Like, subscribe, share, and um, we appreciate you listening.
1: We do. We do. Love Anything having else? you here with us. So thanks for tuning in, folks. All right.
0: Godspeed. Mm.